Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Nancy Jamison. And I'm Bill Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Well, hello there, baby. Hey, baby. What's happening? I'm excited because I just found my reading glasses. Okay. (laughs) Always a source of excitement, for sure. Well, what's exciting is that I found them, not that I wear them. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Cool, cool. Who can relate? Yes. Anywho, how are you being today, babe? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. Happy that it is uh, this day and grateful for every day, of course. Yes, absolutely. Uh, happy to be nearing the end of the week. Looking forward to, uh, you know, all the things that uh, come with the weekend, including spending more time with you and the boys. Mm. So I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, doing great. How are you, baby? I am well. I am well. Baby. I'm going to pause here and just say hello to all of our uh, raving fans out there. Thank you so much for being here with us. We... um. We are in the process still of getting used to our camera and our lighting and our equipment and our new couch. And And we certainly don't really have it all figured out. (laughs) So if you have any suggestions, feel free to let us know what they are. If you see anything that we may not see. But but yes, back to your question. I'm doing great. I really am. I I feel great. And... uh, and my hair came out really great today. I know world problems, but um, but yes. So thank you so much. You are welcome. So I'm Nancy, and I'm Bill Jameson. Yay! You're Nancy Jameson. I am. I'm awesome. Nancy Renee Marie Cusick Jameson. Oof, mouthful. <laughs> so you, uh, if you were looking for a podcast about sex, money, and real estate, you found the right place. Yes, you are. Thank you so much for being here. We are the show that gives realtors the permission to believe in the successful balance of their intimate relationship and business is not only possible. It's the jam. Yeah, jam, baby. So what is jam? That is your joy being, we're looking for creating sustainable joy and abundance and maturity through all things, personal and business. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yes, absolutely. And of course, that relationship starts with you. Yes. So what we're looking to do is spread that jam on the bread, baby. (laughs) Bread bringing the money. So, yes, of course. (laughs) So, you know, we're agents and we're coaches. And this is our very intentional way for us to share our story, um, share our resources and uh, our many, our plethora of experiences and, yeah. and the tools that come along with that uh, for other mega real estate couples to increase their emotional and financial peace. Yes. And I think there's others that actually listen in on this this conversation as well. And, uh, and you know, whether it's real estate or your business, um, you know, that these, these tools and techniques can really permeate many areas of your life. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and I think that's what one of these one of the lessons out of the last year and a half or so is that there are uh, little to no lines between personal and your professional life. And so it's, it's an opportunity to just be transparent and authentic and speak uh, unapologetically and be your, your authentic self in all of your roles and responsibilities. Mm -hmm. 
and uh and yeah and again that relationship starts with you so you are in the right place as bill mentioned already and so i do want to ask i have a request if um from all of you out there and if you if you feel that you've received value from the podcast or if you feel that you are inspired to share it or subscribe or leave us a five-star review, please do so. Just listen to that intuition, listen to that internal voice. And what it's sharing with you is that, again, you feel inspiration and you want to express it via gratitude. And so that may look like a donation to support the show, or that may look like that five-star review, or that may look like subscribing to it and sharing with one realtor because there is that value. And again, we're all in this together. We're, we're in the trenches with you. We're on the journey with you. We're in the process with you. And, um, you know, it's really important that we have that community that mm -hmm. really assists each other and supports each other. And ultimately what happens is, is as a result of us supporting each other is all of our wins uh, manifest and multiply and everybody gets to share. And so again, that's what abundance is, is that every, every, one is experiencing that abundance, those resources, those experiences, those, the clients, the closings, whatever, whatever that looks like. And so that is my request to please listen to that internal voice and subscribe to the podcast or donate to the podcast or share it with somebody or, um, you know, again, drop us a note and say, mm -hmm. Hey, this is what's going on for me. And, and, um, and I need some feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So we are, we're definitely here for that. So we love to start off every episode, and we do mean every episode with magic. And so we define magic as your ability, my ability, Bill's ability to influence um, ourself, others, or life in an empowering way. And so we love to share that because what you focus on expands. And the more that we share and acknowledge the magic in our life, the more magic we get to right. share. Right. Or the more magic we create, the more magic that we experience, and then ultimately the more magic we share. Right. So, baby. Yes? What magic do you have to share today? As many of our regular listeners, as you, you may know, that we, we go for, we do a family fun run. We actually do a fun run every Saturday. Mm -hmm. We call it a fun run. Yeah. Uh, well, it is. It's fun. Yeah, it is. We do, we do between four and five miles pretty much every Saturday. And our boys uh, and Nancy and I have been doing these uh, four miles every Saturday, probably 95% of all Saturdays we've been doing them for the last six, seven, eight years, something like Ten. that. 10 years? Maybe. Eight, I don't nine. know. A long time. Eight yeah. years. So it's been going on for a while. And, um, you know, and that's all, it's all great. And I'm just sharing to, you know, give you a little context. And a little more context is that you know, when I had my hernia surgery, I uh, I stopped running for a while, you know? Right, to heal. To heal, right. That, all that jostling around felt uncomfortable. Right. And I Ooh. felt like, you know, the last year, year and a half, there's been a lot of, uh, beyond the surgery, I just feel like there's been a lot of injuries related to running. Mm. And so one of my downloads, you know, like, you know, my calf or a hamstring or... Your what Achilles for a minute. My Achilles, like right. Like, like, just stuff coming up and it just wasn't really that much fun and I appreciate it and I'm starting to feel a little burnt out on running. <laughs> and so my download, uh, and I and I like running, that's the thing. I like running, but mm -hmm. I was feeling, you know, it felt more mechanical than fluid, I guess. So my download was to um, start over. So I literally went back to running like I was a beginner and I would run, 
you know, I do this, um, what do they, what do they call it? Inter- not intermediate. Um, the head run? No. Interval? Interval. Interval running. And I would run five minutes on and two minutes off. Five minutes on and two minutes off. And then, you know, and it was, there's a great app called Couch to 5K where literally like if you've never run a step in your life mm-hmm. um, and you have a desire to run, this this app, this program takes you from literally watching Star Trek on the couch <laughs> to uh, running a 5K. Which is 3.2 miles. Which is 3.2 miles, yeah. right. And so I, despite what I know my capacity could be, mm-hmm. Uh, for the last seven plus weeks, I have uh, stuck to the schedule, and I'm going to tell you that my relationship has definitely uh, grown and blossomed, and um, the the runs have been uh, much more effortless. So I just I appreciate the tenacity to just stick to the schedule, not try to rush things along, or you know even judge a few of the runs that I didn't necessarily complete at the time or the pace that maybe was prescribed in the app and. Uh, and at the end of the day, I'm feeling much better. My body feels better. I feel better about uh, about my runs, and it's been magical. So mm-hmm. that's it. I'm complete. Yeah. Well, and I just to add on to that also, my experience of you is the surrender associated with being at peace with slowing it down and being very intentional about it. Mm-hmm. And I think well, what I'm aware of is that there is a tremendous lesson in that. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was a moment in which you could have easily judged yourself. You could have easily um, said, no, this is not, you know, no, I'm going to force my way through this. I'm going to push through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to persevere. I'm going right. to do it anyway. I'm going to get it done. And, um, and that's, that's force. You know, and so we talk a lot about power versus force or being and your power is your inspiration, your influence over yourself, your center of influence mm-hmm. or circle of influence as, as Covey talks about. And so the, it's being circle of influence versus circle of concern. And so forcing it would be circle of concern. You know, right. like I got to get it done anyway. I got to prove this to myself. I got to heal in two weeks. And, and what. Again, I mean, that was a very mature decision around something that could have easily been like very aggressive and, and, and um, again, very forceful. So, so the maturity around the surrender associated with your choice in slowing it down, being intentional, um, discovering what worked for you, and then implementing that is what you're experiencing now is mm-hmm. the result of those wins, which is beautiful because then it creates more confidence in your ability, more trust in your ability, more trust in yourself that you make powerful decisions. You have the ability to slow it down and, and be intentional and go step by step. And then you have, um, it, it just builds confidence and trust in yourself that you can trust your body. You can trust your decision-making. Like I said, you can, you, and then you can utilize those those strengths into other parts of your life. Oh, if I could do this here, then I can apply this here. Mm-hmm. If I could apply this here, then I could apply this here. And so you could take that lesson and, you know, if you're feeling burnt out and prospecting, then you could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to surrender. I'm going to pause and what's yeah. the what's my peaceful place? You know, right. maybe it's 10 people a day instead of 20 people right. a day. Right. 
And, yeah, get uh, the win, right? Mm-hmm. Get the win and then build up from there. And uh, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's literally you practicing vulnerability mm-hmm. in action. Yes. So, you know, we've been talking offline a lot about vulnerability and the superpower behind vulnerability is courage. Mm-hmm. And it takes a very courageous man to or woman to pause and like slow it down and uh, and build it back up. So I applaud you in it. I think it's beautiful and it's an amazing lesson. Uh, you know, one maybe even you can share a little bit more, you know, whether it's your accountability group that you lead or the boys or, or wherever, just because it's such a powerful lesson mm-hmm. and people listen to you because you're very inspiring. Mm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. So thank you for sharing all of that. You're Woo-hoo. welcome. Awesome. You have some magic to share? I well. have magic. Oh my gosh, I just forgot what I was going to share. <laughs> cool. Oh. Well, we can come back to it if you want. Mm. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, so our subject today is around fubbing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had no idea that there was a term for what it was for phone snubbing phone snubbing i had no idea that that was actually a thing right yet what happened was you and i got an argument about well what i feel like it was an argument about you know being in the phone or not being in the phone or or just not being um not being present with where i thought we were in the conversation or like you know it was in the it was in the evening and it was it was a time to where we were um you know we were complete with work and the boys were doing their thing and getting ready for bed and then it was like our space and you were in your phone and i was like oh my gosh like i just want to hang out we haven't seen each other we da, 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 da. this is like our space our time whatever and um and so i let it go and yet it came up um i don't know like a day or two later and then it was it got a little crunchy there for a minute, mm-hmm. a little robust. And then, so here comes this, of course, I don't know if Instagram was listening to our argument or whatever, but here comes Instagram's little, um, uh, there was this little blurb, this caption post on fubbing and it was a definition of fubbing. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. And I'm like, look, this is, and I think I sent it to you. And I was like, this needs to be a podcast mm-hmm. because this this whole thing goes into so many different areas. And so the magic is, is that as a result of, you know, my desire to connect with you more intimately and conversation and, and just hanging out has turned into this, like a podcast about fubbing, it turned into um, some other really great things to which we'll, we'll end up with in the, in the end of this. And, uh, and I just really appreciate our ability to move through that breakdown and move it into a breakthrough. And so that's one of the things that Bill and I specialize in is turning breakdowns into breakthroughs. And again, that is a component of the show is like, how do we do that? And we do it like this, like having these real conversations and each one of us speaking our mind and then, okay, cool. So this is how I feel. This is how you feel. And this is where we are with it. And what are the solutions? So, so that is the magic. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Really? (laughs) That is not funny. It's pretty funny. You know, you are a very funny man. Probably one of the most funny men I know. That wasn't funny. Okay. So the (laughs) definition of fubbing 
is the practice of ignoring one's companion or companions in order to pay attention to one's phone or other mobile device. Mm -hmm. So it looks like here we are sitting on the couch and I'm like ready to have this amazing conversation with you about X, Y, and Z and you're all up in your phone. And it's like, um, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. You're. You're. Yeah. It's a. It's a bunch of vowel type answers. Ah. Uh, O's. And you're not really paying uh-huh. attention. Or uh-huh. ahas. Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? Mm-hmm. Mother bleep. You're not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So fubbing. Fubbing. Stop and, fubbing. And so, you know, if if you're doing it at home, you're probably doing it to other people. You know, we talked about it at the beginning of the of the podcast, like how you do one thing is how you do everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, your friends and your family and, and your business associates may find that you're not present. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not really listening to, you know, I mean, whether <laughs> the business at hand, whether it's, you know, selling the property or listening to the, the client's needs or listen to your family's needs. So... Our camera just shut off. <laughs> I It was running? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, talk about, while I get the camera loaded back up, Nancy, why don't you talk about, no, let's keep rolling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk about what's next. This is live in action. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, again, you know, it's you not being present in the conversation. So, you're saying that you're present in the conversation, but really what you're actually saying is that uh, your partner or whomever you're having the conversation with is not important, that their message isn't important, um, their time isn't important. You'd rather be in your phone or you'd rather be, um, you know, just doing what it is that you want to do. So again, I mean, it's just, it's just, that's definitely not the message that you want to be conveying to, uh, to whomever you're with. So, you know, it, it all comes back down to listening and active listening and active listening is definitely an essential part of being present with somebody. Active listening is very challenging. I mean, there's, there's literally five different levels of listening. And, um, and this goes back to, again, this is Stephen Covey, seven habits of highly effective people where he breaks down the different levels of listening. And, uh, it's, it's a skill you can develop. And what I'm sharing with you is that it definitely takes practice. I mean, it requires being face to face. It requires eye contact. It requires um, really listening to your partner or to your client before responding. And what that means is that you're literally like 100% or as much as you can, like engaged with that person. Like you're not formulating the response in your head right. before they actually finish anything because that's not listening. That's you doing what you want to do. Right. Right. That's <laughs> autobiographical well, listening. Is that, really what it thank is. you. And so it's, um, it's very, it, it's very important. So what are the five levels of listening? Well, that is a great question. <laughs> well, let's go through them one by one. Yes. Until we get to five. Absolutely. Okay. So, Number one. Yep. So probably at the, the basement, the bottom, the basic, basic, most basic. basic level of listening is really <laughs> almost not listening. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. It's ignoring is yes. actually the term. Yes. 
Yeah. You know, so it is the most basic level of listening. And when it's like, it's kind of like you spend zero effort to listen. It's very passive. Yeah. So, and it might be, and that really is probably fubbing really at, at, at its essence mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that, that level of listening or it really ignoring. Mm-hmm. The next level is pretending. So what do you remember about pretending? Yeah, well, that's what you just did to me before. Where you were just like, I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> pretending. You're, you're, you're patronizing. Yes. Me. Like, what? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yes. sorry. Can you say that again? I mean, you know, you gave the appearance that you were listening to mm-hmm. me. I mean, I was looking but, you dead on in the eyes, right? Yeah, but you sure weren't listening to me. No. I mean, it's, you know, it's just the things that it's just you was your body language or clearly it was the question afterwards in which you asked me. It was like, can you repeat yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That's pretending. Or you know what the other, this also looks like? It's like the bobblehead. Like when somebody's yeah. like, <laughs> when somebody's looking at you dead in the eye and they're actually like mm-hmm. looking through you and they're just mm-hmm. shaking their head. And you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh, can't, can't stand uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's like, okay, well, what did you understand me to say? And then they're like, oh, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you say? And pretending mm-hmm. is a huge withdrawal from that emotional bank account. Sure, both ignoring and pretending are. Yeah, I Absolutely. mean, ignoring it for is for sure, but when you sit there and pretend to be engaged, mm-hmm. ignoring is one thing, but pretending mm-hmm. to be engaged, and then you get, and then you're busted, you know, like you get asked the question that pertains to the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever was being conveyed in that moment, and you can't, and, and you can't answer it. I mean, right. it's, yeah, and that makes it, and then, you know, what happens is that person tends to try to like cover it up. Oh my gosh. You know. So is oh. that fubbing? Well, or is fubbing think, like I, ignoring beto- between think, ignoring and pretending? I think I think fubbing is all the above so far, or all the below, okay. pretending and ignoring. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I yeah I can see that. Okay, all right, awesome. Third, selective listening. All right, selective listening is definitely. I mean, it's like that middle that middle part of it. Again, you know, you're moving up the uh, the rungs of of listening. However, you're only listening to selective parts of the conversation so here's the thing and it's usually to at the end like when you want to when you want to um insert something like just to justify that you are listening it's like inserting like oh you know and you want that quick comeback or you want like that oh so you're you mean like da, 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 da. right and it's um it's actually no, that's not what I was saying, you know? And so there's this, there's this like conversation of miscommunication of, you know, did you really understand what I was saying or you didn't understand what I was saying? It was like, oh, I must've misheard what you were saying. And mm-hmm. then boom, you're back to that cover up again. So you only hear parts of it. It's just, it's, again, it's just like what it says. Yeah. And I can see how like, especially when you're not being um, fully engaged where some of these can overlap, the selective versus the pretending mm-hmm. versus the ignoring. You know, and there are times like there's selective listening, like when, um, like unfortunately, like when the boys are trying to share something with me that takes like a really long time, or I'm in the middle of something, <laughs> it either takes really long time to explain, or I'm in the middle of something, and then here they come like, out over that, mom, 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 I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you. And it's like, okay, you know, and I'm like, I gotta finish up what I'm doing and then wait, no, I clearly don't. I need to get present with you and focus on what you're doing. But in the moment, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's selective. It's not, and then they're like, no, that's not what I was saying. So, you know, it, it shows up. It, it definitely shows up. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, I'm just thinking about the boys. 
I don't necessarily experience it as much with them anymore. I guess their conversations have evolved, Mm -hmm. you know, um, yet, you know, and I definitely remember like some of those conversations around Legos or Nerf guns and stuff like that, where there might be a little more selective listening, uh, Mm -hmm. and then in that process and the things that I wasn't necessarily as engaged in. I mean, I knew they were, they loved them and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And yet, you know, I could see where, just depending on what your interest level could dictate, you know, where your, your level of listening is at that point too. Of course. Absolutely. I I definitely think that that plays into it. And, you know, again, if you're, I mean, that goes back to the emotional deposit. If you're emotionally depositing into their, into their trust account or, you know, Mm -hmm. you think of it like their bank account, then it's, you know, you're, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. (laughs) I mean, you know, whether you enjoy Legos or Nerf guns or not, it's just, it's, the level in which you're depositing into them and listening for sure. I mean, that's, this is what we're talking about is a huge deposit. Yep. So anything else about that? No, or ma'am. Number four. Number four is attentive listening. Mm. Okay. So mm-hmm. again, if mm-hmm. you're taking notes, we've had ignoring, pretending, selective listening, and now we're at attentive listening, which is the next level up. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. it's, we're, we're calling it level up for, for a reason, right? For sure. Well, we this all... is better. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is definitely better. Yep. So attentive listening is the level we should most frequently seek to achieve in our day-to-day interactions. Yeah. So partnerships, kids, clients, family, you know, definitely like the day-to-day. If, if you're in the office and you're you're mulling around and you're talking to your your peeps in the office, then definitely. Yeah, so. you're you're literally like remembering what's being said. You're internalizing the conversations or the messages. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it does involve eye contact, and um, you got to think to understand, reflect, yeah, which rephrase. Is habit five, right? Yeah, think you, first to understand. Yes. So yeah, you're engaged and seeking to understand is definitely a great definition mm-hmm. of of attentive listening for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you're delivering a message to the other person too. Mm-hmm. Like they can feel that energetically. Like if you're present with them and connecting to what they're saying and then yeah. clearly you're connecting to what they're saying if you are mirroring it back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's... Now the thing with attentive listening is yeah. that you're still, you still may be delivering those messages back to that person from your perspective. Sure. From your experience, from your lens. From your mm-hmm. lens. Yeah, from your lens. Your rose-colored glasses. Well, or just, you know, I mean, somebody's telling you about a car accident, you know, you may go to your own car accident that you had and relate from that perspective as opposed to, you know, being um, that the next level, which is empathic listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is where autobiographical listening comes in because it's all about I, you know, it's like think autobiography. autobiography. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, oh, let me relate to this experience from my experience. Mm-hmm. And then you start sharing your experience and it's actually what happens is, is it actually becomes a withdrawal because now you're making the, the conversation about you. Right. <laughs> me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, again, it is a better level of listening than the other three, and yet there is a next level up, which yep. is... Yep. <laughs> Empathic listening. Boom, baby. Empathic listening. This is the highest level of listening and definitely requires the greatest amount of mental faculty, emotional maturity presence you know the ability to really like get into their space and into their energy and into their vibe and it is like you are literally removing yourself from the equation and you're getting into their space like putting yourself in their shoes 
Like, what does it feel like to be Bill Jamison right now as he's sharing about his run? And what does it feel like him as he's sharing about his surgery? And what does it feel like to be about him to when he's sharing about that experience? And so it allowed me the space to like really get in there and feel the process that Bill went through as he's moving through the surgery and the running and his experience with running and recontextualizing that relationship and developing that relationship. And it's like, oh, and then as a result of that, I'm able to mirror that back to him and like really have an understanding and like really get in there with him and then make that emotional deposit as I feel I did with like just sharing about how great that must feel for you to connect all, not only you're connecting all of, you know, your body and reconnecting your heart and your in the motions of running, but you're connecting with um, the person, you know? And so, so, it's, so, so to be as punny as possible, then you're, you're literally putting yourself in the other person's shoes. Yes. Running shoes. Yes. <laughs> Which are Adidas right now. <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, I got those new on clouds. Yes. You really got to try them. Okay. So anyway, sidebar. Hi. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So it is challenging, right? To, I mean, it can be. You oh, know, it is it, challenging. And it's so rewarding though. Like, I mean, it's a practice. You've got to practice it. We, and mm-hmm. we practice it. Mm-hmm. We practice like it Like intentionally practice it. Yes. So. To the point where it's like, okay, I'm practicing. I'd like, I'll, I'll, you know, when I was really, I'm practicing empathic listening, you know, I would say that to Bill. Like, so he knew that I'm practicing and, uh, you know, I mean, I may have messed it up. So <laughs> and that's okay. And that's all right. But, and yet it is a level of listening that is usually reserved for your most intimate circle, which is obviously, you know, again, uh, your friends, family, who you, clients, whoever's in your most intimate, intimate circles and, uh, you, you know, your closest relationships. And of course it is the opposite of fubbing. Yeah. You know, if the, uh, <laughs> Yeah, if you have fubbing is like a minus ten, then uh-huh. then then empathic listening is a plus ten. Yeah, There's no doubt. Sure. So, <laughs> so the question is, you know, our friends out there, our listeners, is where can you level up in your listening? You know, and and to level up means to understand where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, so go back and maybe take a look at where or take a listen to mm-hmm. where where you are in in your in your listening. You know, where, where are you selective, being a little more selective with your listening? Where do you pretend? You mm-hmm. know, if you find that there are areas where you are pretending, can you, mm. will you choose to at least move into selective listening? You know, and then, you know, if you can do that for a little while, then maybe you can get into more attentive listening. But it's a muscle like anything else, right? And you're not going to go from from ignoring you know, all the way to empathic listening. No, no, it's it's going it to take practice. reps and it, practice and and patience and working the muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, mean, it's just like running. Just like running. It's it's the same thing. It's yep. like being slow and intentional. Go slow, get there fast. Cool. Absolutely. And and the payoff, the reward is huge. I mean, it's huge. It's 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 a level of trust. Oh, I can trust that you're going to be with me in this moment, and not make it about you. You're we're going to be with me in this moment, and really like help me understand or ground me. You may not even say anything. You don't necessarily have to say anything. It's just, right. it's a it's a practice associated with understanding and being aware and holding space and, you know, just supporting. Yep. So 
I love it. So part of part of that level up, maybe creating some phone, gui- phone guidelines with your uh, with your spouse or partner or your family, so that um, you know you can you can do that level up. Whether it's you know putting the phone down during meal, meal times, uh, creating some hours that uh, the phone is is put away, um, put it down during the day at some point, and mm. you know have some screen free time, um, or maybe just no tech at all between. You know, 9 p.m. and 7 a.m. or 10 mm-hmm. 10 a.m. or whatever whatever is going to fit your lifestyle and your business and and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, so where are you in your listing? We want to know your comments would be great on either our uh, Facebook page for Sex Money and Real Estate. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Sex Money and Real Estate, and you mm-hmm. can always email us your comments or your opportunities or your where you would like some feedback at sexmoneyrealestate at gmail.com. Yep, absolutely. And so I did share with everyone that just some of the things that we put in place for as a result of our uh, our fubbing conversation, our fubbing breakdown, mm-hmm. <laughs> was that's what we did. So 9 p.m. to, um, did we set a, well, we get up at, but did we set, I don't think we set an a.m. time, but from 9 a.m. or excuse me, 9 p.m. until essentially when it's probably about 7 a.m., I guess, 6 a.m. Yeah, right around there. Um, so, yeah, so phones down, obviously no phones during meals. And uh, I was talking with Rex this morning, uh, just talking about this conversation and that we were going to record this today. And he's like, I would like to request no phones during movie times, like when we spend family time together watching movies or, you know, the Marvel or, or Star Wars series or anything like that. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. So I, I appreciated him vocalizing mm-hmm. his, um, his request. So that was really cool. So that, those are some of the things that, that we do. Um, you know, I know when the boys were little, uh, we put our phones down from 4.30 to 7.30 because that was the, the PM routine. Mm-hmm. And um, Like and a little, little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, probably all the way up until like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it allowed us the space to have family dinner and connect and do bath and reading and put the kids to bed and, and all of that stuff. And then if we had some work to do afterwards, then we would pick it up. But then we did put it back down. Right. Um, I know that and when they were younger and before they it got it was way out of hand. I mean, we were like laptops in bed, phones in bed, all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. two sexless ships passing in the night. <laughs> and that was way out of bounds. So we have definitely reeled it in. But, um, and I'm definitely interested in what you guys ha- are doing in your, in your families or your um, daily routine to enhance. I mean, you know, just really create best practices and, and share and share and build that community support. So that's what I got. Babe. Awesome. Peace goes out. Love goes out, and we'll see you down the road. Awesome. Thank you. Later. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jameson. And I'm Bill Jameson. And remember... It's a great life. Woo! (laughs) Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. 
Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.